<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Fucking technology, man. <laughs> Both of us right now are definitely feeling like Patrick. We have technology. <laughs> you guys don't understand at home listening to the Double D experience, but you probably understand as the sultry tones of Dennis are now going <laughs> to enter your ears even better than they normally would. Hopefully. We've had a problem forever, and me and Dennis are just such unbelievable lazy fucks that we never actually sat down one day like to have like a test recording to try to fix it. Here's what happened, right? Dennis got a new microphone around like what was it like fucking christmas of last year at this point? essentially yeah and ever since he did that well the thing <sighs> is the problem is that he got a new mic it's the same mic that uh, it's the same mic that critical uses so you know it's a pretty good mic i mean at least i at least i at least i thought <laughs> at least he thought see ya <laughs> <laughs> but anyway well, and he also got a new pass-through filter. And the pass-through filter, I've heard some shitty things about, so I assume it's the pro- I still think it's the problem. But, the problem is, and you guys never hear it because of all the audio editing I do at the end of the podcast, right? Ever since he got that microphone pass-through filter combo, every time he speaks, and every noise he makes, I'm talking about the slightest, like, Clicking noises into his microphone. He shuffles cards as like a little OCD or just it's like, like my ADHD. fidget toy. It's his fidget to yeah, it's his fidget toy habit. And I don't want to ever tell him to stop doing that. If it like relaxes him, gets him into a good state of mind for the podcast. It's his like little fidget toy. It's like it's my boy. I want him to be happy. I doing probably his thing. shouldn't be doing it, TVH, because like it's probably mad distracting for everyone who hears it. I think but I can I mean, usually get rid of it in, in the post. I think I can get rid of that noise, too. I know, but I'm just saying, though, like, typically, it's like if people hear it, it is, like, fairly distracting, which I apologize for. But, yeah, yeah now we at least figured out that, um, I mean, I probably, again, just as even a force of habit, probably should try to not do that <laughs> because at least... Like, it almost makes it seem as if I'm unfocused and I'm not, like, you know, engaged with the uh, the podcast. Nah, you're good. But they, they didn't even know you were doing it because, like, the noise wasn't there and they can't see you because we don't use the webcams. Oh, yeah, fair. But, but I mean, you know. I did the same thing. I used to f spin my phone around on my desk because I used to have, like, one of those pop socket things on it. And I would just go, like, woo, like I was playing Russian roulette with myself. But anyway, the problem is, because we haven't exactly said the problem, every time he speaks, every noise he makes... It shoots up his audio gain. I swear to God, by like fucking like 20 decibels. And it basically catches everything. His and computer humming, basically. Like, the yeah. Huh, it makes it go like every time. Imagine every time I speak right now or make a snapping noise, you hear my computer like just hum up. It's like his audio gain increases every time noise enters into it to make sure he hears it. It's like... It's like he was using push to talk without using push to talk. That's what so, it sounded yeah, it was like, basically. Auto, it, it was like its own self-aware, like, push to talk, essentially. It's all, like, self dictated. Self-aware push to talk. It was, like, all dictated by the settings that I put in. So, like, whatever got through, managed to get through. That's, again, all based on, like, the, uh, the settings. It would but... happen if there was a motherfucker outside his house mowing his lawn in the morning. Yeah, mowing. that too. And yeah. we record in the morning now. Like, 90% of the time. So, yeah, like, it, that, that's kind of completely ass. out of a, both of our control at that point. You want me to get Dennis to, like, run up to his window and be like, Hey, man, sh shut the fuck up. <laughs> We're recording some quality content in here. I cursed me out in Spanish. <laughs> Dennis figured out the problem. I didn't figure out the problem. You did. Sliders, guys. Sliders. You sliders. figured it out by fucking up. And that's the beautiful thing about it. Dennis, I've, I've been talking too much. Dennis, what did you do? How did you fix it? Let the people know how they made your sultry Asian tones. I slid the thing to the opposite direction. He slid the thing to the opposite direction, ladies and gentlemen. Sliders, guys. Sliders. You remember Mario 64 fucking slider? Like, dude, I'm in a bad... I'm, I'm in such a bad mood right now. I am too, motherfucker. My throat hurts so bad right now. You think I feel like doing this? This shitty-ass podcast? Because I do. 
I mean, I do. I do want to do it, but my body does not want me to do it because of how tired it's been and the fact that I work six days a week on behalf of a company like Nintendo. But point is, we fixed it because he Dennis changed the slider and it made the problem so much fucking worse. Like, I'm talking like an ant could crawl on his desk and the vibrations of the microphone from its little legs would shoot up the pole. Like you, could literally, you would literally be able to hear a mouse fart. Yeah. That's how much it was catching, like, everything. You I would hear a mouse fart, and Dennis's mic would just go... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not to mention even, like, my seat... I have to get a new chair like, when, I get, when I get a new job. This but, shit like, was a scam. It, See this gaming-ass well, chair it, it behind al- me? It always was. Bullshit. It, it always was. The whole thing. All you fucking Twitch streamers sitting on that shit like, Wow, your chair is so unique. Well, I, I want to like- be like them. You think this shit is ergonomic for a 27-year-old man with a herniated lumbar disc <laughs> who drives all across North Jersey six days a fucking week? I had to get a standing desk because of this shit. I like to even think, though, that uh, for a lot of them, they, they got that chair, like, um, for... For free, essentially, like, because for promotional reasons. It's like, the whole time, they've always... I've always thought those chairs were just straight up, like, free advertising for whatever companies, like, they were... they Like, they bought them from. Like, they're nothing special either. A chair is a fucking chair. This is everything with Twitch, you know, Logitech, like, they'll have, like, the Elgato, like, Stream Deck thing and whatnot that they have. It's... It's all the same shit, man. I mean, you know, I I don't want to get into Twitch streamers right now, but, you know, same thing. You know, I got this chair, I guess, in part for that reason. And when we were building it, there's a big metal beam, like a giant, hard, solid metal beam, like thicker than any dick you will ever see in your life, and heavier (laughs) too. And when me and my father were building the chair, I was already in a bad mood because I was going through some shit with my then girl at the time. Mm -hmm. My father took that metal beam when we were building it, and he dropped it directly on my bare foot. And when I tell you I was hobbling and wobbling for the the next couple, it bruised everywhere. I thought it was broken at first. I was already in a shit mental state, and then my dad put me in a shit physical state. And I didn't want to be impatient with him because I love my father. But at the same time, I was like, oh, you fucking, you shit. Sounded like, um, uh, uh, oh my god, my fucking brain right now. Basically, like, from home alone. He wanted to curse, but he could not. He dropped it on my foot, and he straight Joe up... Joe Pesci, fucking God. Before I even said anything, he said, Did I just drop that on your foot? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And it was a giant, heavy metal pipe. Yikes. And he didn't drop it sideways, like, directly, vertical, all the weight. Just... Ah! <laughs> ah! Hi, hi, puppy, Miss Pierce. Miss Miss Bears. <laughs> that shit was horrible. So, uh, I guess getting into the meat of today's episode as we try to, like, push the fucking tower up with my sore-ass throat and Dennis's mental state after realizing the slider was in the wrong direction. Because what he did, literally, he changed the slider, he made it so much worse, and then I was like, push that slider in the opposite direction. Like, as far as it goes. You know, and now he's shuffling his cards right now and his computer is not getting louder in the slightest. Let me also just say one thing, and this is also the reason why, uh, this, this reason I'm about to state is the reason why I do not envy, uh, programmers and even like just guys, uh, even working in audio in general, like I guess it's a bit of a wide range, but I guess what I'm getting at is that like any profession where you'll have to be dealing with a bunch of wheels and knobs, like, and adjusting them to like get the perfect like you know audio level or even perfect anything anything you need to like adjust from the front end or back end i do not envy your positions like at all because every like time that i've ever even tried to like kind of just um pick up doing like uh some like basic level programming And when you find out that the code doesn't work or like, let's say in this case, like why the settings are the way they are and like you don't understand like why the fuck like it is the way it is and you want to change it. And then you realize like it was probably like the most fucking nothing thing 
that was preventing you from, let's say, getting the result that you wanted. And, you know, of course, there's just, like, a lot of experimenting that does go into that. And, like, you know, finally, like, I realized that it only took me a fucking year. But, like, you know, at the very least, like, you know, we we did figure it out. But, it's like, both, it's both our fault. It, it's such bullshit, man. I do not understand, like, how y'all, like, kind of can do that and, like, just not go insane. It reminds me of, like, um, I remember, uh, oh, it was from Devil May Cry 3. There's a scene where Virgil straight up, like, at one point in the game, he just screams out, like, Why isn't this working? <laughs> Must more blood be shed? Like, <laughs> and then, like, I remember just seeing, like, in a, one of the comments, it's like, this is how programmers feel when, like, they've literally gone day four and, like, their shit is just not working and they cannot figure out why it's not working. Don't coders at least have, like, Bugzilla and stuff like that where it can actively search for certain things that are wrong with it. That's do they, season. Do they people. have to reread it? Like the whole thing every time, like something goes fucky with I, it. I'm, I'm sure I actually never heard of Bugzilla. And if that, you know, if they use that, then God bless them. But and it's from like a web comic that I read about like geeks and geek culture and whatnot, where it's like a troubleshooting, like sort of AI thing in my dude well, it was it was before ai was really prominent but this helped you yeah. like search for bugs like you were able to put your code into like a website or something it's a real and, thing and then your code would tell you like what the fuck is wrong with it yeah basically and uh because that would I, that would in sense make that shit way easier because otherwise i agree because beyond the fact that i'm terrible at math i wouldn't have the patience to do stuff like coding even though it is literally one of the most absolutely important jobs in society now and uh especially, yeah especially now yeah, for sure. So honestly, I don't envy them either, man. I could never, I, I could never do that. I remember when Gabe Newell and like all those people like were in that video that people made were basically saying like, hey, if you don't know how to code, you're basically wasting your life and you're fucking stupid and you should go home and kill yourself. No, you they that did video? not say that. Yeah, they basically did. Yeah, I remember that video full force. They literally said like, if you don't know, if you're not learning how to code, what are you doing? If you're a young person, you don't know if you're not learning how to code. Talking I'm, not like even, I'm not even I'm not even 30 the yet. The world is full I, of other like ages, man. It is. Besides, it's coding also at the same it is obviously essential it's almost I think up to this point now in our life it's like essentially important. But also guys working construction and all that shit like, you know, those kind of jobs they're all fucking essential as well like all they, the trade school ones. All the trade school ones, yeah. All the like, trade school ones, which a lot why? more people you know, are going to trade schools now. You know, because coding of how much should of a be a trade. College. There are I, trade schools for coding. No, but like, you know, it should be almost advertised as such. Because like a lot of there times... It is. No, no, no. But because for one thing, the way coding is usually advertised among like just people in general is just like, it's just something you could pick up and learn. That is not the case, like at all. Like everyone, like whoever, like, because there's, there's a lot of self-taught coders out there. They never went to a school. They just picked the shit up and like they just learned it at home and everything. And for a lot of times, like, you know, I don't know what the discrepancy or difference is between, let's say, a self-taught one and a guy who went to a straight up school to go and learn it. But like, you know, the whole idea is, is that like, this is just something that you can learn for free at home. Like, you don't have to go to a school. You don't have to pay buckets of money to go learn it. And I think to a certain extent, that's the reason why the appeal of it is so high, because for a trade school, or at least any of those trades, you can't learn that at home. You can't just pick up a hammer and say, I'm a plumber now, and like, just fucking start smashing your fucking pipes. <laughs> or at least coders, like, you know, it's just like, a lot less of a risk, like, you can just, you can fuck up code all the time, and there's no consequences, it just won't work. And that especially won't work, because a hammer is probably like, the least optimal tool for most plumbing situations. You know what I mean? Normally, Whatever. They need... A fucking monkey no, wrench. I'm laughing because that means that, wow, you are you are definitely a self-taught plumber because you're not, <laughs> you're not even using the right tool, you well, people fucking are, moron. Well, people are so... Uh, people aren't gonna, like, pick up... I like, know your point. Like, you know, I know your point, Call up yeah. a plumber, and then if you... If they ever say, oh, I'm a self-taught plumber, it's the same, oh, I learned rocket science from the back of a fucking cereal box it's the same fucking thing <laughs> i mean you know let's say if you are um you, if your dad was a plumber right and you went with him every day to work and you saw how everything worked you could argue that sure yeah but like you can't just pick the shit up at home after six months 
But now there are online classes. I'm sure there are Zoom classes and whatnot for things such as coding. Well, almost every voice oh, acting yeah, class, yeah. almost every voiceover class I've ever taken, and voiceover is something that a lot of new people think can be self-taught. Not in the slightest. If you're not trained to do it, like I promise you, you are going to you are you will be laughed you, out of a room if you try to audition for shit that you're not that ready for. I promise is, you that. That is something that absolutely you should go requires to school for. training. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's no. Oh, I have a voiceover degree. That's not a thing. No, 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 no. no. And there's not a Man. trade school for voiceover either that's something where there are online classes for you could study with actors and whatnot so in that way it's sort of similar to coding but not completely because i'm pretty sure there are trade schools for coding haven't you seen those advertisements on the highway like i went to lincoln tech oh i know like you know those advertisements you remember those those news 12 ass advertisements that's a trade school no no i know that's not a fucking that's not a college that but at the same time though and a lot of coders will even um Like, a lot of just people in tech in general will even argue, and I've seen them argue this, like, you don't need to go to school. You don't need to pay five figures just to learn this shit. And at the the same time, it's like, you know, people, like, it all depends on the environment, too. Because it's like, oh, if you learn better in, like, a sort of classroom setting... Then okay, then yeah, go, go to school, fine, fuck it. But, like, you know, for a lot of people, like, they also just can learn by themselves. And my ADHD ass struggles with that a lot of times because I get distracted hella times, like, thing whenever I'm trying to, like, learn any fucking thing. So it's like, like, even right now, like, look at me. My fucking, like, you know, hands just need something to do. So I'm just shuffling my fucking cards. I've been so- jerking it. I've been jerking it this whole time. <laughs> off- <laughs> just off frame. Just, like, <laughs> furiously jerking. You see, like, something white come up from the screen. And like I'm the whole time, like my body's not even shaking. Like it just like looks completely normal. You're stiff as fuck. The fuck are you a corpse? Like when you fucking masturbate. I can't lower my desk anymore. <laughs> I guess my point is too is that like for a lot of like hard skills that you need to learn, there are schools for it. And if you do need a classroom setting, you can do it. But for a lot of certain for certain things where um because coding is also just like even anything in tech. Not even just saying like coding, but like even working in IT and all of that, like, you know, you do need to a certain degree, like, not only the hard skill, but also, like, you need some experience in it as well. That's actually usually what a lot of these tech companies are kind of look for when they're, like, trying to uh, pick up guys that are, that they need for teams, because a lot of times, like, they don't want to, in that sort of profession, I would, if I worked in it, I kind of want to one day want to work in it, but, like, I can assume a lot of guys that work in that industry, they do not want to teach anything to anybody. It's like, you should be coming in already at the very least being familiar with this. Maybe not being a whole fucking expert, let's say, but like at the very least, I don't need to teach you the basics. You should know this already. So it's the same for plumbing. It's like, you're not going to be wanting the guy to know how to fix a fucking pipe when they, when a, when a guy's plumbing company picks up somebody, you should already know this. Yeah, it depends on the level, I suppose, because, you know, there are beginner voiceover classes and there are certain, I guess, expert ones I haven't taken because I'm not an expert by any stretch of the imagination. I have been Mm. paid to do voiceover for the first time this year. Yeah. Which I'm insanely proud of. You can't take that away from me. Fuck you. Um... Who's taking yeah. that away from you? No, 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 I'm just being Who are you talking to? Just, uh, just Who's the bad, bro it's, talking it's the, to? It's the, it's the bad brain, it's just it's the bad the, brain, don't worry demons. about it. It's the demon, the demons. It's nega, David. <laughs> the negatives. <laughs> Alright, yeah, but it's the same with voiceover, because there are those classes, there are scam ones, that promise you, like, a demo, like, oh, you'll be a working voice actor after yeah. you finish this class. It doesn't work like that. Everyone's path in voiceover is different. Everyone will tell you something different. People have different philosophies about it. They mm. have similar things where, like, be like, oh, I was an actor before, or I just had an interest in it, and I took, like, voiceover classes online. But it's just like coding. It's not one of those things that you can say is, oh, I'm completely self-taught. It, it just it just doesn't work like that, like, nope. full stop. And, like, if you try to, like, present yourself in a way where it does... If you, if you try to self-teach yourself and then, like, you feel like you're ready to do stuff like auditioning mm-hmm. and whatnot... You're not, like, following, like, the monomyth or, like, you know, the, um, mm-hmm. or at least a semblance of, like, I don't know, the steps or the ladder. It's, like, it's not, it, it's just not gonna go good. So, as far as my ADHD brain, as far, as far as, like, the concept of networking being shoved down my throat at Montclair, like, not really being ready to grow into myself, considering how late of a bloomer I, I am, really, it's, like, it, my whole thing with that is, like, how do you break in 
to these things. And so <laughs> I kind of echo what Dennis is saying in the sense that, like, how do you make sure you're at the right level before you start, like, looking for the certain right jobs or, like, talking talking with the right people even or even just at when how do I break into the field? That's something a <laughs> lot of people ask themselves and it can just... It just happens differently for people in different ways. Sometimes people just naturally network. Sometimes, like, people inorganically network, and that's no good because, like, you know, you should want to be there. You know, every bit of networking I did in the Smash community back when I was trying real hard to be, like, you know, a big caster and shit was, like, it was all organic because, like, every bit of networking I did, I did without even realizing it. Mm-hmm. I just was meeting people by going to the events. I was just meeting people by wanting to go to them and commentating. I was meeting them by asking, hey, like, can I go to the diner with you guys that you're going after the bracket? And I just wanted to be there all those times. Yeah. It didn't feel like, yeah, this is it. This is a great opportunity. Like, for me, to, yeah. this is a great opportunity to jump in. That's the only reason I'm here. No, I just wanted to be there. And people feel that energy back in. When it's real, it'll feel natural. But at the same time, to quote the uh, late, great Eddie Van Halen, you gotta roll with the punches to get to what's real. Sometimes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. And so, that's why trade. I think that's why trade schools are, you know, rising in popularity and importance. As they that, should. And also because, and I don't even know, I don't doubt either of us, one of us wants to get into this considering the topics you and I have for today. College being what it is now and how expensive <laughs> it is and the fact that which it's basically we've not an about investment anymore. Many which we've times talked already. about. Yeah, we've talked about many times before. You can go back to I forget what the episode uh, yeah, called. Yeah, exactly. We don't the even Dean, remember. Uh, the Double D University, I think. I think that was the episode. I think I, that I might have been, yeah. Something like that. I, I don't know. But point is, it's important. You know, like, you just gotta you just gotta be wary. And, you know, just roll with the punches to get to what's real. And mm. if you want to be there and you want to do this, the people around you will see that energy. And a lot of the networking will come naturally. Yeah. That's why I believe Dennis could absolutely break into IT if he wants to, as far as me into voiceover. People talk to me about voiceover as if, like, I'm some sort of expert, and I'm like, bro, I have done it, I've been paid to do it once. Like, let's There's let's a relax. level of humbleness you gotta have, too. But there's yeah. also, like, I think I remember, I think it was, like, Aaron from Game Rumps or somebody who I remember listening to said this. It's like, you should have a level of humbleness, but at the same time, you should also have a fair amount of confidence as well. Yeah. Because... I think I, I've only I don't know I've never really met someone who was just so fucking arrogant about like let's say something that they did to the point where like it's just I have this, this guy's but but it's like he could be that arrogant because he is that skilled I've never met anyone that much where like okay like this guy's ego matches his skills it's like I mean. To a certain extent, it's like, you know, I, I always thought, okay, if that fuck, if that person can walk the walk and talk the talk, and he's going to be like a fucking, like, arrogant piece of shit about it, but it's like, at the same time, who could really say anything, at least amidst, uh, against um his skills, because it's like, he's proved that he's fucking more than capable, if anything. I mean, he doesn't have to be a dick about it, you know, of course, obviously, like, we, everyone could argue that, but it's just like, I've... I think I've met maybe one person who, like, was that guy. Like, he, like, he's the guy. He, like, you know, he just, like, he was <laughs> so, guy. like, he was so fucking good at what he did. And he was so fucking arrogant about it. But it's, like, who could actually say anything? Because, like, this guy actually is, like, he's the fucking goat. I met one guy, I think, who was, like, pretty close to that. But it's, like, you only, because you only ever see this fucker, like, on TV and shit. He just walks and, like, thing. he's, like, the fucking best coder, the fucking best sniper, or the best fucking, like, you know, boxer, whatever. And, like, this guy could probably, like, in his, like, within his world, he'll kill you, like, you know, in it. But, like, you know, it's at the same time, again, like, the, I don't know, like, seeing that level of arrogance a lot of times, especially if the, if the character, let's say, in particular, is, like, just that fucking skilled. It's always fun to see on TV. But then I always remember, if you saw this fucker in real life, you'd hate him. Archer. Like, immediately. You'd Archer. fucking hate him. Like Archer, one of my favorite shows yeah. of all time. If you knew a motherfucker like that, if you knew someone like that, you would absolutely hate him. Even if but, he was supremely great at his job. Yeah. And then, you gotta remember, that's one end of the toxicity when it comes to a growth mindset. There's people who become so good at it or whatever, and then they get arrogant. Or they're bad at it, and they're arrogant. Yeah, that, yeah. That happens, Which too. happens a lot more often yeah, than the other. Me. Yeah, like, or there's the other end of the spectrum where we talk about humbleness and people who get 
too humble and don't give themselves credit ever and like start to beat themselves Pussies, up like, or, or I'll never be as good as this guy blah 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 or they even are good at it but they're too humble and don't you know they don't give themselves credit or they're bad at it and they don't have a growth mindset and they don't tell them which I don't If you're I, good I, at it celebrate I do sometimes it. sometimes I don't have a growth mindset I have a pretty cruel inner voice it's getting better because I feel like I've finally finished my you know after my harrowing mental health journey that I've gone through about my Asperger's recently I feel like And you I've, do have a big dick yeah, that too. Uh, I feel like I've um finally gone. Should feel better. <laughs> I feel like I finally like finished like the you know, I feel like I finally finished the awkward phase that I went to from the ages of twelve to twenty seven. You know, if people if really do un- sense. people do underestimate like just how formative like our early teens to twenties uh, are. Like, and not I to think- mention as somebody who has Asperger's too, like you know, like my frontal lobe probably took even a little longer to like fully develop, which is probably part of why I'm like I feel like I'm kind of a late bloomer I'm as a, a person. Bloomer, for sure. I, I literally 30s. picked I picked up a woman at a fucking bar a few weeks ago. Yeah. I never thought I would I never thought that was something I would ever be able to do. And she was the kind of woman that I'd never date. Like she, she was like she she was a fast woman. She was she was not a fast woman. Her she wanted to be a fast woman but her her mind would not let her. Her body wanted to be a fast woman but her brain would not let her based off her experience. But point is, you looked at her. She wasn't like a nerd or any type or like even like seemingly the right kind of neurodivergent that like a, a guy with Asperger's typically goes for. She was like one of those like stereotypical like Instagram like yeah, kind yeah. of like hot ha, like, hot glammy girls were like I'm the greatest good that you're ever going to get which like okay sure whatever uh, uh but uh yeah point is she was not the kind of girl that I normally date but she was hot and I wanted to talk to her so I did and I never in a million years thought I'd be able to do that and that's because I think finally in my late 20s is where I'm starting to really like finish like my fucking puberty <laughs> yeah <laughs> in a Our twisted sort in a yeah. twisted sort of way you know so Our I think development a growth, could yeah. be a while could take a Our, while to finish which is why I think a growth mindset is important. It was so hard for me, you know, because I, instead of being accepting of my flaws, I thought my flaws mean were, were going to stop me from getting what I want forever. And I know that's not <laughs> going to happen. I know I'm going to eventually do that as long as I keep loving what's true, that the world will come to me. That's what Michael Buble says. And, uh, <laughs> I, uh, hey, 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 the world came to him. That spicy Canadian. It came to him. I just okay. think his name is funny. He got a hot yeah, Michael I, Bubble. I don't, I don't Ma- really. Michael Bubble. <laughs> I think I did call him Bubble one time, and my sister's like, "No, his last name is Bublé." I did when I was a kid. I did I when I was a kid. Everyone yeah, did. And then he got sponsored by Bubble Water because even he knows that like his last name fucking <laughs> like that's why he took that job. It's, mar- it's marketable. He fucking knows that like he's like yeah, it looks like Bubble. I know. But point is to get that growth mindset. You can't be toxic in the other direction. You can't be too humble, and you can't be too confident. You need to be humble enough to the point where no matter how good you get, you're always willing to learn. And you need to be confident enough to the point where you can tell yourself, I can do this because of all I've been through makes me ready to do what's next. That's the that's what Aaron was saying when he said that. You need the right amount of humbleness and confidence. Everything is somewhere in the middle. But people yeah. are so fucking stupid that they just go they too far just go in like to the other They always just go to one direction. extreme or the yeah. other. Yeah. yeah, depending on what social platform they use. I You know, it's so funny because like I even... I. Just in the frame of like toxicity, it's like being overly humble is like being self toxic, like to yourself. It's just like, I, I, <laughs> I mean, prob- someone's probably already thought of this. Like, I just, it's like, what the fuck, 10 a.m. And I think I just had like the greatest epiphany, like worthy of a Nobel Prize in my head right now. But like, mm-hmm. it really is true though, because like, I think there, nothing ever, nothing in any of the extremes was ever beneficial for anyone. In the long run. In the yeah. long run. Like, because again, like, you know, there's again, like I always say to David, there's always levels to everything. Like, confidence could be up here, but then arrogance is obviously the level way above that. And then for like humbleness, there's here. And then there's just basically self, uh, I'm not really, I don't guess, like, self deprecation. Yeah, like, like, but it's low, like just low self esteem. But it's not even for the sake of comedy. It's like you, like, to a certain extent, your brain truly feels like, oh, I'm not good enough. Like, rather than, like, you know, I think I'm skillful, but, like, I think I could learn more. There's yeah. always, like, you know, that sort of weird, like, kind of uh, seesaw we're playing there with, yeah. with our brains because, like, obviously, it's like, I truly feel if, like, you could achieve that balance within yourself, 
you're fucking unstoppable, in my opinion. Like, you, like, because if you have that balance, on this one side of the confidence uh, sort of side of it, it's like, you are confident, at least in the skills that you have. But at the same time, like, when you feel as if, like, okay, like, I could still learn more, then that's just going to make you, that's just going to elevate you even higher. Because you're going to want to learn more. You're going to want to know, like, more. You're going to want to, like, actually, like, put in the time to, like, learn, let's say, those skills that you need to learn. And, like, you're just going to, like, you know, be just more motivated. But I'm, like, but then there's also, like, you know, how I always say, like, you can't rely solely on motivation, like, all the time. Like, because a lot of times, I'm going to be real, especially with learning any sort of, like, hard skill. Like, let's say even SQL coding or anything else, like, in that regard. It's, like, you know, we, at the same time, like... We, uh, we can't rely on it because motivation fades like fire. It just goes out sometimes. And, like, at, and you know, we can't fucking rely on it every now and then, like, like, every day. Because if we do, then, like, what if it's not there? You're just not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's growth mindsets are so tricky. Believe me, I have had people always think. I, here's the thing. People think all sorts of things, right? Because people think I'm amazing at voiceover. Because, oh my god, he has such a nice voice. Mm-hmm. Having a nice voice has nothing to fucking do with it. Nothing. There's people with shrill voices who have made a... Ama- Gilbert Gottfried, do you think he has a traditional... Do you think he had a traditional nice voice? He had a unique voice. Yeah. That's, that's what it's about. It's about using your unique strengths. And everybody's voice is different. Dennis, if he wanted to drop everything and do voiceover, do you think he's going to be told he can't do it because he doesn't have the right voice? No. His voice is right already because it's his that's the secret to voiceover. It's about well, sounding like you have to like refine your... it, too. And you have to refine your skills, yes. But the secret to voiceover is sounding like yourself. I've said this a million times on the podcast before. You can go back to the initial Mario movie episode or the uh, pre-Mario movie episode we did, episode 98, I think, mm-hmm. where I talked about this, if I'm not mistaken. But, yeah. So, um, I, I, you, people always think I'm more confident than I actually am. And I'm way more confident than I used to be, don't get me wrong. Like I said, awkward phase from the ages of 12 to 27. But uh, <laughs> anyway, if people think, oh, he's so tall. He has such a nice voice. He's so handsome, blah, blah, blah. People think all certain things about myself. You know, women who like me make eye contact with me, but then they don't approach because of societal stigmas and shit. Um, shouts to Jarlene. But uh, <laughs> yeah, she, she approached me first. She, she had balls. True. She had balls. Shouts to Jar. She's a very... She's an odd one out from a from amidst her gender. Yeah, honestly, Jar, if you're listening to this, like, like, what's up? Give me like, a call. Hey, give, give, give me a call, please, <laughs> please. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so lonely. No, I'm no. so lonely, so lonely. I ain't got nobody <laughs> to call my own. <laughs> so lonely. So, I'm no, so no, I'm good. I'm single and I'm fucking thriving. Uh, thrive, king, thrive, thrive. baby. Yeah. But point is, people always assume that about myself. I had you do not even want to know the severe self-esteem issues I had growing up. Like really, really bad. I have a very cruel inner voice. All the negative thoughts, the depression, the anxiety. You know, the, uh, you're not good enough. You never will be. You were you're born different in a bad way. Blah blah blah. Like all that kind of shit. You'd be better off if you weren't around. I've had every one of those thoughts. I still have bad days sometimes when my brain gets like that, mm-hmm. or days when I don't feel like talking to nobody. But accepting that you have your quirks and that you're wired the way that you are is the best way to move forward. Even admitting that there's a problem mm-hmm. is, like, the best way. Acknowledging you have one is already a huge step to getting better. And because it's, like, proof that you're acknowledging yourself instead of rather just, like, ignoring it and just moving on, you know, like, mm-hmm. just status quo, like, day by day, whatever. It's, like, literally, like, okay, I, I have a problem, but I can accept the, that I'm, you know, different and mm-hmm. grant myself the serenity to accept the things that I can't change and the power to change the things that I can and yep. once you learn to accept your quirks and you'll find that the world or like the kind of things that you're looking for will be way more accepting of you than anything else. For me, my Asperger's, I thought that Asperger's affects people in all sorts of different ways. Some people are terrible at school. Some people are terrible socially. People don't believe me when I tell them I have Asperger's. Like Marcy did not when I told her and absolutely, she straight up did not believe me like at all. And mm. I, because of how 
well I present myself. They're like, he can talk to people. Listen to him on this podcast right now. Like, he's talking. Mm-hmm. He's not, he's not like foaming at the mouth <laughs> or like but, drooling. But or, they don't know the inner demons that we're no. fighting with a lot of times. You never do. Like, you never do. And they don't Not understand. on a surface level, you can never tell. Yeah. Like, and I, I could be yeah. all smiles and shit, but like, you, you have no idea like of the shit that I'm thinking of in my head. Mm-hmm. Like, people's unfiltered <laughs> thoughts. Like, I always thought, like, because I think, um, Bill kind of said it uh, pretty pretty well, where, he's, where he said, like, you know, if we had all of our unfiltered thoughts just out there, we would not have a job the next day. We probably would not. Like, and it always is a range of, like, you know, just really dumb shit. It's like, you know, there's always, like, you know, people even saying, like, oh, yeah, like, uh, when I'm in a car, right? I've heard this a couple times where it's just, like, it's, like, not that they would ever do it, but, like, they they just see, like, some person, like, walking on the sidewalk, right? And, they, and like, they're fucking, like, real, like, just unfiltered thought. It's just, like, what if I ran that person over? <laughs> like, it's not, like, that's the thing. They would never, like, that's the line where you, you're a psycho, you know? Like, as Bill said once, like, you know, if you're not going to do it. But it's just, like, you know, my brain's just, like, oh, what if I just went, like... Just like nudged my car, like and just hit them by accident. And, and there's like, the line, the societal line that treads it. Yeah, comedians, because they could. Yeah, because they know. Like I'm just saying this, like you know, for them, like it's like I'm just saying this because, like you know, to be funny, and it is funny. Yeah, because it's like always. They always just, at least the good ones, they always somehow put the thoughts that you can't say in public out there and make it funny. Because if I said like, oh, you know. A lot of the stuff that they say, like to anyone else, people just kind of repel back a bit because it's like, whoa, all right, okay, like thing. But it's just like, but obviously, for me, and if anyone actually, you know, for anyone who knows me, they know I don't fucking mean it. It's just I'm trying to be funny. Yeah. Because it's fucking absurd. It, it is absurd. Like seeing a person just walking on the sidewalk and wanting to run them over, it's like, well, of course I would never do that. But it's like, you know, we've have everyone has like intrusive thoughts all the time. And then now going back to like how at least, you know, how we feel inside and to the other side of the spectrum where it's just like a lot more kind of just like where we're very hard on ourselves. And like, you know, we tell ourselves, oh, you're not good enough at this. You look ugly. You're fat. You know, brush your fucking teeth. You smell bad. Like, you know, thing is, though, at least for the last one, most people don't really smell themselves or like they don't know what the fuck they smell like unless it's like God awful, I guess. But because mm-hmm. I've had so many times where, like, I've gone to, like, my locals, and people smell fucking god-awful. At and, a like, they have no tournament? Idea. No. No. But even no. just in general. I like, would you imagine out- that they prepare but, their but, but, hygiene. But, 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 this even goes beyond that. It's the fact that you, like, went out in public at all smelling like that. <laughs> and... I don't know if there is like a societal line you cr- you can't cross where you can just tell a guy, bro, you stank. <laughs> like, you know, because this is like, oh, like, oh, he's an asshole. Why would you say that? Because he fucking stank. Because he stinks. But like, apparently I'm the bad guy if I point that out. And I, and you know, not to mention even like right now, like Konami even has rules where if you smell so fucking bad <laughs> that it's a distraction <laughs> they tell you to fucking leave we need that in smash we need that so bad oh my Bro. fucking god i mean smashers is like you know grassroots scene you know we'll never get anything done because like no one likes to take that initiative and everything is done on twitter but you know point is we need that too because there have been times where i've sat next to some of you motherfuckers and you actually smell like you just rolled like around in a pile of actual like unwashed cocks and it, you just fucking Smell like dick cheese. I'm the bad guy for saying that. Like, come on. We were all thinking it. Yeah. Please. But it's just like, but that's also the thing where, like, it kind of sucks because if, if, uh, because I think at one point, like, you know, maybe we do smell ourselves, but it's just like not too, because like our, like, I guess to them, their bodies are just so used to the stank that, like, it's just not an issue anymore. Yeah. Well, obviously, for anyone else, like, that smells them, it's just like, bro, you fucking, you smell rancid. You gotta go you know, take a shower, like, You know now. when you go into somebody's house that you've never been to before, and, like, you smell yeah, it? Yeah, you, and, like, you, you go, smell the house's smell, yeah. Everyone's house has a unique smell that the people who live in it cannot detect. Yeah. 
Like, and almost everybody's house. Like, 70% of houses. Like, there's an actual statistic for it. Like, straight up. And yeah. so sometimes they might just it's be a real blissfully... Thing. It's a real thing. Yeah. Sometimes they're just blissfully unaware of the stank. You know, the thing is, too, is sometimes it's not even a stank. It's just, like, sometimes some people's houses just smell like old house. You know what I mean? Like, some... Like, I've been to some places where, like, I saw, like, a bit of clutter in here and there. And, like, they had animals. And, like, you know, if you have, like, fuck, if you're one of those people sometimes where, like, oh, I have, like, five different fucking pets. It's gonna smell like a zoo or some shit. Obviously, you know, that smell is gonna be there. But, like, you know, for a lot of people, like, it's just kind of, like, they have a lot of clutter, sure. But, like, it's, like, I don't really smell, like, it's not, I don't really smell that bad. Like, I think that's also just because my nose is straight up broken. I honestly feel like if someone like dropped a stink bomb, I'd be the only one left standing because my nose is just straight up broken. Yeah. But like when it comes to like just people's BO, like, bro, like I, I am, it is one of my fears. Like, and I think generally like speaking, like if you're like a fairly cleanly person, like obviously you're going to keep on top of it. But like, you know, like for some people, like they, I don't know, like, I've heard from some people, like, oh, yeah, like, not even a shower is enough. I have to put, I have to shower, and then plus, like, put, like, deodorant, but then also reapply that deodorant, because the stink's just always going to be lingering and all of that. And I'm just kind of, like, to a certain extent, I kind of feel for you, because that just means, like, okay, like, you just have to stay on top of it constantly, because if you don't, then it's just, like, the smell's just going to, like, you know come back obviously. if it's really that bad then like maybe you see a doctor see, yeah, i was gonna say see a dermatologist yeah I, I would say i mean do you think that they're like do you think that there would be people who like because of how unique people's houses smell that they're like they're sort of like wine tasters but for scents and they just go into people's houses and they're just like oh yes i detect a bit of colonial in here <laughs> Perhaps a touch, and perhaps a touch of fruit oak, uh, postmodern, yes. I can smell that, and they're like, they just like, they're like wine tasters, but for smells. And they just go into people's houses and just like, do that. They like, like, they're like house smellers. Maybe. I mean, you know, again, everyone's houses smell different. Yeah, don't feed into that. I, I was trying to make that a bit, like, that was terrible. That was really inorganic. You I, see? I, I, I had no idea where you were going with yeah. that, but yeah, I didn't want see? to shoot it down either, so I was just like, you know what? Let him roll. Let him. Let him. When let him it's pop inorganic, off. people can sense that. Like last week when we were talking about how the Grinch is a goddamn dirty ass greener, that was authentic. <laughs> and you know, I felt that. You know, it was real. You know, I was actually surprised you were like, "Oh wow, he's gonna be like faux racist like me," because uh, I was <laughs> what that <laughs> fucking movie was about, man. Like I can't even. Shout out to that Steam review again. I did go back and like like it and give it an uh, awards as oh, well. Oh, nice. Okay. I, I had to, dude. Like that was the best Steam review I've ever read in my life. <sighs> you know, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Point, yeah. Look at the Aspergers. You know, like continuing on with the growth mindset shit. It's like instead of seeing it as a detriment, once I started just telling women like what it is and what I'm about, like how I have this defect, the mm. right ones. Speaking of Dr. Seuss, you know the right. Speaking mm. of Dr. Seuss, talking about the Grinch. Those who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind. Hmm. And I found that it really holds true in life. I don't tell women that, and they're like, "Ew, ew, you're gross." Like, "Ew, that's nasty." Once you tell them what you're about and that you have your quirks and your defects, they see you as a normal, flawed human being, and sometimes that will make them more attracted to you, based mm. on like who who I actually am. Like again, that sort of that. Instagram-ish, like, sort of very opposite of, like, typical, like, nerdy gamer neurodivergent girl that I've typically yeah. dated in my life. She was into me. Granted, I'm six foot five, but also I, you know, which, again, is sort of, which is really the big tits, by the way, of, like, just men, <laughs> by the way, if we can really say that for a second. Big tits are big ass. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, literally, it, like, it could be interchangeable. Big tits or big ass, but it's socially acceptable in the other direction because of the history of fucking misogyny in America and whatnot. Motherfucker, if you only like me because I'm tall, get the fuck out of my mentions. Get the fuck out of my face. Fuck you. Honestly, that is like literally the <laughs> big, like, oh, you have big titties of like, fucking, <laughs> it, is, it is. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> I no, you're not wrong. No. no, you're not I feel like there are wrong. probably but, yeah. comedians who have made that joke before. I'm not even going to claim that's mine because but they're probably like. 
Point is, oh, no, yeah, yeah. I told her that, and instead of being like, yeah. ew, like, I was able to take her out on multiple dates, like, she was actually pretty, like, into me and whatnot. We weren't compatible, so we, like, you know, we we ended it, but, mm-hmm. like, which I was more than okay with. No, I'm not yeah. telling that story yet. <laughs> One day, you guys will hear it, trust. But, uh, yeah, that that's just for him. That's just for him for now. Like, you guys, you guys will, like, wait, wait a couple of weeks, couple of months, maybe. Point is, maybe I year. was able to do that. That was yeah. so far out of my comfort zone, going to a fucking dive bar where, like, a fight broke out, like, in front of us as well and everything, where that motherfucker kept coming back in, picking up this gorgeous, like, looking woman who was just sitting by herself eating a salad at the bar, and what am I going to do? I'm going to tell myself I can't do that just because Makes of, a like... story, too. Yeah, I'm going to tell myself I can't do that just because of, like, my defect or whatever, and sometimes you can't, and that's okay, but that just means yet. You can't do it yet. That's what my mom always says. She says, you can't do it yet. You need a growth mindset, David. And she's right, but it's so hard for a guy, like, with my brain and, like, my Asperger-y-ass brain feeling like, oh, I'm different than a lot of people. Not in a good way. Not, like, I'm different as in, like, not that edgy-ass, like, emo way. Like, I'm mm-hmm. different. I'm, I'm so edgy. <laughs> and cr- I'm di- I, like, I'm different. No one will ever understand me, even though I do feel that way sometimes. Your thoughts are not your feelings. Yeah. You know? So, it's... And once I started accepting that about myself and realizing the things, like I said, like I told you I had that breakthrough in my therapy where I realized why I go for women with hot girls with mental health issues. And once I realized why I do that and shit, it's like the world helped open up to me. Like therapy helped with that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just learning to actually try to be accepting of myself. And you'll find that more people will be accepting of you than you might think. Yeah. You know, so... Like I said, like speaking of the Grinch and Dr. Seuss, those who mind don't matter, those who matter don't mind. And dirty little greener. Yeah. Stop being, stop being a fucking like dirty ass greener. Or a, or a redite. I feel like redite isn't good enough. We gotta, I gotta no, come up not. with something like, no. a, like redder. Redder sounds stupid. It sounds like a redditor. You're just missing like a syllable. A, 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 a redditor should be a slur. It should be, honestly. It really should be a slur. Yeah, I can think of like worse insulting things to be called. So, um, I guess that's all I have to say about, like, about that right now. Uh, I'll even just add to that. Oh, please, go ahead. uh, Because I was even going to say, like, and I've said it before. A lot of times, if you see, like, overly attractive people, like, just know, like, everyone, everyone, to a certain degree, like, everyone's either carrying skeletons in their closet. They're either low-key kind of broken inside. Or like they're just kind of dealing with shit. Like everyone's some like basically in general, everyone is essentially dealing with something. And sometimes people have a way of coping. And for very attractive people, or at the very least, if it looks like they put a lot of effort into looking attractive, usually that's their way of coping. And I'm again, I'm not no psychologist, but it's just like it goes both ways where it's like, you know. For even a lot of guys who ended up like going to the gym, I haven't heard this from everybody, but I've heard from some of them that they went because something traumatic happened. And in that like traumatic moment could have been anything. And a lot of times I've heard that a lot of the traumatic moments were they had to do with a girl. And like, you know, when we as young impressionable you know guys like whenever we like heard like what a stereotypical like macho guy looked like usually was dude with muscles like guy looked like he went to the gym like he's he looks like goku or some shit like you know just like that kind of physique and i even think uh when it comes to like the advertising world like we are on like the women are a bit on the shorter end of the stick on that than we are because like, I think because of figures like uh, Kim K and a, and a bunch of other, like, you know, uh, people who are, like, oh, yeah. in that sort of, like, industry, they, like, basically set the trends. Like, they're telling all these, like, young, impressionable women, like, you know, you got to look like this. You got to make up like that. You got to like, get a butt lift like that. And, like, it's just a lot of, like, just 
very like not really positive sort of messages that they're sending to a lot of these like girls because See, women at the gym all the time doing the squats with like the biggest weights yeah. and they're all trying to get asses it's like it's which, a societal you know, thing yeah which you know as a red the red-blooded male in me is just like get all the big asses you want like i'm probably gonna be enjoying that when i'm walking down the fucking but sidewalk of course but the reason you're getting those no, no, asses yeah. but that's why i'm saying like there's definitely there's, the shorter end I'll, of the stick like you were saying but that's yeah that's what i'm saying like at least for guys it's like i think we to a certain extent also are affected by that but i it's... wish squatting made your dick bigger <laughs> i do i do my dick keggles like they just <laughs> <laughs> i wish man but like for a lot of guys as hell. but like you know for us it's like if we want that you know uh like physique with a little bit of steroids in in mind mind you like you know you can get that body but a lot of times, I even like to think, like, you know, if you just, like, look like you take care of yourself, that's already, like, a point of attraction for a lot of, like, men and women in yeah. general. Like, if you look like, okay, you take care of yourself, like, you don't need to look like fucking, I don't know why I thought of him, the first one that I thought of, like, as an example, Brock Lesnar. You don't need to look like fucking Brock Lesnar where you don't have a fucking neck. The dude is all like just traps. Like he has no neck. He's so fucking big. Maybe he's or, on his. Maybe he's on his Kirby grind. You don't know. Like, who maybe knows? I know. I'm not judging, but I'm just maybe saying. Maybe he realized like, like, Kirby's you, the most powerful being in the Eldritch universe, and maybe you, he realized he wants to be like him. Maybe that. You don't need to look like step a world. One, remove your neck. You don't need to look like a world heavyweight champion to like you know to like not even just get women to like even just to like look good like you. Really, just at, again, bare minimum. I'd even like to say, like, this is what you should be striving for, anyways, to begin with. Just take care of yourself. Can like, I say? Can I add to that? Yeah. Women do not like a ridiculously muscular guy. Women do not like a guy with the biggest fucking cock on the goddamn planet of the universe. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> but on the flip side, we really like muscular women for some reason. I don't know what the fuck it is, but so I, maybe this is coming can from I the be sense. honest. I don't get it. I don't All really get it power either. Two people, and I think they're. I, I don't get it. I don't really get it either. A lot of the praising comes from like a feministic standpoint, where like women aren't supposed to look like that, quote unquote. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's considered manly. I feel like a lot of that attraction. No offense. I feel like some people say they are, and they're not because they're more like yas queen people. But there are also yeah, people sims, who are into that. Sims. No, there are also people who are in the step on me, mommy. Like there are people yeah. who are into like the dom sub shit, which, which, I, which you know, I found out I am very much not recently. Again, that woman at the bar, very much into that. I couldn't do it. <laughs> it was not my love language or my yeah. sex language, whatever the fuck it's called. Again, Aspergery brain. I don't get the words right sometimes. But the point is, I don't get it either, if I'm being completely honest. But that doesn't, that's not going to stop you from being yourself because the right people, like those women, like getting muscular being themselves, will attract the right people once you be yeah. yourself. That's the beautiful thing about life. That's what I'm going to tell you something. And I'm going to quote to end our podcast here. As we just, as we almost get to the end here. Yeah. With a quote from the greatest fucking, like, steal your girl effortlessly if he wants, walks into the room, fucking absurd, goddamn, ridiculous fucking Giga Chad, Brock Sampson, I'm going to quote right now. Yeah, no, women don't like him, Hank. Women like a guy who's confident enough to be himself. Like Steve McQueen. And then Hank said, who? <laughs> and then Brock sighed really loudly and he was like Google Just Google him heck, alright? <laughs> no, <'cause laughs> that is fucking straight up fucking facts. Women love a guy who's confident enough to be himself. I have Asperger's social awkwardness out the wazoo when it comes to dating, especially and understanding the psyches of women and whatnot, mm -hmm. and just all the rules of dating. I'm sort of like in the realm of like, you know how people say, I love God, but I hate religion because religion is man-made. Yeah. I love love and I love sex so much, mm -hmm. but I hate dating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like dating is sort of like the man-made thing, all the rules and like the tribulations, the complications of human sexuality. Yeah, why sexuality. can't we go back to the caveman days where I just bonk you on the head and just yeah. drag you back to my cave? <laughs> it, was so, it was so much better back then. <laughs> hell, if hell, do you want me? Do you? It's equal rights. You want me? Bonk me on the head and drag me to your cave, girl. Like let's let's go. Like like fucking equal rights, equal. Equal bonks. <laughs> equal bonks. I guess. The point is, I found that really holds true in life. Again, I have that I've fucking social awkwardness out the wazoo when it comes to dating, and I was able to pick up a girl like that. 
All alone. I've been on more dates and have been with more women this year than as a single dude than I typically ever have before. You know? It's kind of interesting when you really think about it. Yeah, but regard. that means your progression. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Know, it's coming you along. Know, like, I'm actually, like, growing into myself. Again, awkward phase from 12 to 27. Brock motherfucking goddamn Swedish murder machine Samson, baby. He's an actual role model character. He, he really is. Like, full stop. Because like, he's I also not overly... He's not even, like, just a macho and that's my entire character trait. It's just, like, no. Like, he's been through life. Yeah. And he just... He just knows at this point, you know? And, like... That's why at least, you know, for, uh, I don't know. I feel as if, again, even for role models, I think women are also low-key on the shorter end of the stick, at least just because of the ones that are more, like, just... That get thrown up. Not like, just yeah. the Kim Ks, but the female comedians that get spotlights. Even uh, female influencers, too. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of bad... Female influencers, fucking Schumer, as well, who, like... Oh, by, who, by the way, it's, as you can imagine, insanely pro-Israel. Yeah. Yeah, Ign Ign fuck it is that woman is so goddamn privileged. The She's fact that like, pro a lot of dumb shit. Really. There are like women. Like, in, there are like women who have been canceled for like speaking out against Palestine or for, like speaking up for Palestine and mm -hmm. shit. And then Amy Schumer could just go ahead and like say like this insanely like anti-Muslim shit that like she spews. Yeah. And, she's and just apparently fine. be completely scot free on it. You're gonna tell like, me white privilege does not fucking exist when that happens. Not to mention all the, like, women comedians that are actually funny, but, like, they the only ones that get propped up are the ones that, like, you know, fucking agents Talk about the stuff. pussy. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the ones that agents decide, you know, like, will send, a, like, a message instead yeah. rather than the actual authentic funny ones. You know what I mean? Like, I'm talking about, like, your fucking Schumers, your Whitney Cummings, like, all those fucking people. Where is our female Matt Reif? Yeah. Where is Mathena Reifina? I mean, there's some that get, like, put on the good pedestals. Like, Taylor Tomlinson, I think, is great. Like, she's she's actually blown Heard up, like, huge. Yeah, she's blown up hugely. Yeah, she's been on Conan before. Like, she's, like, making the pet. She's already, like, full-time comedian. And she's not, like, <laughs> she's not, like, oh, my pussy. Oh, men bad. Oh, blah, yeah, blah, I know blah. her. Yeah. I know her. Or your Hannah Gadsby's of the world. Like, the ones. I feel bad for the women because those women, because they're only getting picked because they're, like, the sort of, quote-unquote, radical ones or the ones that go against the grain that the media made for themselves when we just want authentically funny people. But that but instead, is the grain now. Men will get chosen. Men will get chosen for, com for comedy, and that's fine. Like, agents will pick them up, whatever. But the only women that get chosen to, like, get to make the big time are the ones that they feel like are marketable to, like, radical feminists and stuff, rather than the actual authentically funny ones. Because and that's not even necessarily just their fault. Like, that's an industry problem, you know what I mean? It, there, there's so yeah. many funny-ass women comedians that don't get a chance because they're like, yeah, but she's not, like, we want one that, like, is, like, more uh, feministy. We want one that, like, can speak more on, like, women's issues and whatnot. Her even doing that and like being a funny comedian and existing being a funny successful comedian is not enough is no, no it's not enough for some reason that's that by itself is already breaking the ceiling and like letting them be themselves again liking somebody who's confident enough to be themselves but no like men comedian men comics get chosen all the time when they're authentically funny which is great women comics no nah, we're only gonna pick the ones that we feel like we can send a message with which you know, you know what i mean i might even be like I'm they're a an image you know what i mean it's so fucking ugh and I'm not even add to that, because it's pedantic as fuck. And also, at the same time, like, a lot of, like, the average, like, female audience are sick of that like, Where's Jessica? Where's my girl oh, Jessica? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Fucking throw her up there. Like, I... That's my fucking goat, for real. <laughs> she opened up my creative brain to writing and taught me the things that I can do in the written word. And she's also really fucking hot. <laughs> and came on our shitty podcast, too. That is so shout-outs to Jessica. Give her that her... I mean, she, I mean, her movie has been popping off. I mean, that, that shit won a ton of awards at a bunch of festivals. As it should. Like that. As it should. It was really good for independent films. Like, I've seen some fucking garbage-ass independent films, <laughs> and Unpacking was not one of them, honestly. Very heartfelt. Yeah, it was, it, it was very heartfelt, yeah. That, that's also why, like, I guess I'll just say this, and, I'll, and then we'll wrap it up here. Yeah. Like, you know, when it comes to, like... Again, this is the reason why, like... I honestly feel to a certain extent like all that crazy feminism like really set women back a bit because now be like that's the grain that you mentioned. That's what a lot of these like guys at least in Hollywood and all these like think tanks like that's what they're looking for now. We want someone that is this and I'm gonna be real most average you know um not really average but I guess like just even like a normal like female comedian who's just funny or even like anyone who's just like a female trying to break into media. Like, 
they're most of them i guarantee you are not like these are not that at all they they're have an their own they're and like an image they, and that's why I'm saying, like, they have their own thoughts and feelings. And a lot of them obviously differ from a lot of this feministic crap that, like, you know, has been kind of popping out. Like, from overly pop- feministic crap. Over, overly say, feministic yeah. crap. Yeah. Because, like, the thing is, is, like, I think most men and women, like, not really most, but, like, a lot of us just agree on the same shit. We hate toxic men the same, or they hate toxic men the same way we hate toxic women. It's this, like, we have, like very similar viewpoints i think a lot of the times when it comes to that shit because when we see anyone who's like that overly toxic who like anyone from our own opposite or even same gender we don't like them and we even agree we both together do not like them and that toxicity can be of like a a thing from anything it could literally be oh they're overly feministic and they just trash on men a lot of women don't actually like trashing on men in fact Oh, the, the fact of the matter is, is that like, you know, plenty of them actually agree that like a lot of the issues that we deal with, like, you know, are like should be taken seriously. And like, you know, a lot of times it's like, you'll be like, this is the reason why, like the internet is not a fucking real place. <laughs> like if you like truthfully talk to anybody, like if you're in college, like that's like your best place to kind of like find a lot of like-minded people because of the fact that like, you know, when you're a lot older, like, it's kind of hard to, like, kind of expand your social circles, like, outside of, like, school, because you're in a setting where it invites you to go and expand your social circles. But once you're out of that, it's just kind of like, you're on your own at that point. When you're out of college, you're on your own when it comes to that. And, like, you then have the only other outlet, which is online. But a lot of times, like, you know, you you meet very confrontational people like on x and reddit or wherever the fuck you go on and like you know it's not really inviting like healthy discourse about like a lot of this shit no and truthfully speaking it's like i don't really personally like talking about a lot of this stuff to like just people that i meet because it's just kind of like you know i do feel this but it's just like at the same time like i'm not like fucking thinking about it 24 7 or whatever because like i still have my own shit to deal with that's outside of this crap yeah. And like, you know, for but like again, like if like we just don't like I think genders like in general, like all of us just don't like toxic people, like just as a whole. Like we just do not like them. And we all agree, like you have your shit to deal with and we have our shit to deal with. And like, you know, there are plenty of them who do like kind of wanna like, you know, get together and figure this shit out. But obviously, the louder minority is always going to be the loudest. So therefore, yeah. like, you know, that's who we usually focus on. Yeah, but, no, our issues yeah. are worse. You know, like uh, women are the problem. It's, no not, a, it's are, not the Olympics. No so the who's problem. got it worse? It's so pathetic, honestly. And I mean, yeah, it makes you think about like the kind of stuff that divides all that. Like Schumer is a product. Some agent picked her up and decided this is what I want this woman to be. She's a product. And I'm going to. I even like to think she has no real convictions either. She like she's gotten way too much money for me to feel like. There's no way you actually feel this. Maybe she There's does, no but way. like, she, maybe she does, but she just can't like fit them because like you know it just goes against like what like you know Hollywood decides. Yeah, because she's, she's getting that problem. money. Yeah. They pay her that money to say what they want her to say, and that's maybe. why like she has like no. I, that's why I'm saying like she has truthfully because of that money she has no real convictions. Her conviction is the fact that I'm getting paid. Like she probably got told, okay, we're gonna pay you two, we're gonna pay you two point five million dollars. We want you to say the most heinous anti-Muslim shit ever. Condemn Hamas and all of them shit. She's like, okay, I'll do it. You know, and to a certain extent, it's like, you know, I always think, okay, if I was put in that situation, would I would I take that money? And to be fair, for any person, I think the money is enticing. But, you know... If we're just talking about Amy Schumer here, it's just like, clearly, she didn't, like, she didn't even blink an eye. I mean, she basically thought Netflix was sexist because she only got $11 million for her special, while Chappelle got more, as if he's not a more experienced. Yeah, because, than... uh, you know, clearly Chappelle is beneath you, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like, no, I, I don't think it's like her getting told to say, like, anti-Muslim shit. She's Jewish of descent. I think she's just a headass. I, I really oh, think, like, I really she just always, think she's Yeah, she's always been a headass. Yeah. 
Medium is the Sarah message. Silverman was a head ass too, but like she's been quiet lately. Which well, even I thought, things like, like eh. the gun debate and like racial like discrimination in this country, like or like institutionalized racism, like all real shit. Yeah. But you gotta remember the media, like there's people who like propagate certain like messages and images because you gotta remember there's people who see this shit and they get dollar signs in their eyes. Oh, you know, I could just say shit to like make you know, there's people who profit off the end of the day. Well, there's a wonderful episode of Always Sunny about it. Where, like, Mac and Charlie want to get more guns on the streets. Dennis and Dee want to get more guns off the streets. And mm -hmm. then there's Frank, who's, like, perpetuating all this pro-gun shit. Like, go to Gunther's Guns, get your guns. And then when they confront him about it, they're like, no, I'm not going to go to the gun show. There's just people with guns. Like, nutcases, like, nut like gun nutcases everywhere who are obsessed with guns. But, like, you, you, I thought you were supporting those nutcases. It's like, no. I'm just, I'm just selling the shit to them. Like I'm just I'm playing getting money. The, I'm yeah. getting paid. And then they express the last people, the people who are at the top, who are profiting from all of that, like so, all those social issues and whatnot. Not saying every single thing is fake, but I'm just saying, you know, there are some things that get propagated. But that's a whole other topic that we don't got time for at this stage of the game. We are done with today's podcast. Plugs, 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 plugs. We hope you guys enjoyed this one. We hope you guys enjoyed Dennis's sultry tones. And Hopefully it does sultry, sound better. Not that it does. I can hear it. And the sultry tone, not the sultry tones of Dennis's computer, who was the third uh, co-host of the podcast for a pretty long at time this at this point. point. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed. Oh boy. This podcast is a labor of love every week. It's becoming harder and harder for me to make it with how busy I am working six days a week, even though I feel sick right now, too. But I never... It's a, it's a labor of love, and I would be even sadder if we didn't get to do it. So we hope you guys enjoyed listening to it as much as me and Dennis enjoy making it. And that's from the heart. Truly. I love I, it. I, I, I can't... It, can, I, 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 can I speak for you, Dennis, when I say that? Yeah. Okay. I can't? I can't? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. 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 It's a it's a labor of love. That's why the leaning tower of pizza leans all the way to the right because when we feel love in our hearts, we we le men we lean in a certain direction. You you, my, you know what I'm saying? It's like my dick crooked. <laughs> my dick fell off. <laughs> we hope you guys enjoyed. Um, you can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts, such as on Spotify, where you can leave us a five star review, which a lot of you guys have actually been doing since I've been saying that. So thank you. Really means a lot to us. Helps with our SEO a bit. Takes two clicks on your mobile device, as well as Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Uh, leave us good reviews there as well as like and subscribe to the podcast on all those platforms as well as on youtube.com slash Natunist. Give it a couple more weeks when I actually have time to be able to make one. I want to make another video on NASB2 because there's some stuff I said in the first one that I don't agree with anymore. As well as subscribe there, leave a like on the video, comment below what your mental health journey has been or like how you feel about growth mindsets and whatnot. Or whatever it is that your unique afflictions that make you a wonderful, beautiful little snowflake in this world. And just tell us what makes you a unique snowflake. That's my question. <laughs> Let's go with that. And we're going to say that in the most non-derogatory way at, like that we possibly can. Yeah, that, that, let's, yeah let's go with that. It's a, we mean it non-derogatory, even though the word snowflake has definitely had a... It's turned into a slur. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Ooh, maybe that uh, blue flake. Or, like, what color, like, for snowflakes, uh, like, what color could we attribute to that for, like, racial terms? Like, there's greener, there's, uh, I like blueger, uh, for, like, blue peoples, uh, snowflake, um... <laughs> you changed the vowel on the blue one, Yeah, huh? I, yeah, I fucking changed it because, like, it's kind of not okay. It's, like, not okay. It's fine. <laughs> it's it's not a real word! It's not a real word! The other one is. <laughs> All right, we're done. We love y'all. We hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, racism isn't real, guys. Yeah, race, racism is a product of the institution. <laughs> they have us fighting each other. We got to fight them. Make podcasts together. Like, make biracial podcasts like this one. We're going to all hold hands like those, like in those ter uh, terrific TV ads. All the children. Children of the world could <laughs> learn to love each other, could be like sister and brother. <laughs> all the children, every boy and girl, are part of all the children, all the children of the world. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>